Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. I'm Douglas L. And I'm Hannah D. And we're your host. This podcast is a commentary and discussion of Narcotics Anonymous literature aiming to enrich the recovery experience of those who are on this beautiful journey. If you'd like to be featured on the podcast, you can reach our booking team by texting this number, 919-675-1058, or join our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash the Anon podcast, T-H-E-A-N-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, to fellowship with other guests and listeners. This podcast should not replace contact with your sponsor, your involvement with step work, or participation in the fellowship. Please use this podcast as an additional resource towards our collective growth as addicts in recovery. This podcast does not represent NA and is not affiliated with NA as a whole. We are simply addicts who are seeking the message of recovery by discussing NA literature together. Nothing more and for sure nothing less. We are grateful to be of service and to give back to our fellowship by helping facilitate this podcast. Now let's get started. Hello, I'm Michael, I'm an addict, and this is the Just For Today reading for April 27th, Recognizing and Releasing Resentments. We want to look at our past in the face, see it for what it really was, and release it so we can live today. Basic text, page 29. Many of us had trouble identifying our resentments when we were new in recovery. There we sat on our fourth step in front of us, thinking and thinking, finally deciding we just didn't have any resentments. Perhaps we talked ourselves into believing that we weren't so sick after all. Such unwitting denial of our resentments stemmed from the condition of our addiction. Most of our feelings were buried and buried deep. After some time in recovery, a new sense of understanding develops. Our most deeply buried buried feelings began to surface and those resentments we thought we didn't have suddenly emerged. As we examine these resentments, we may feel tempted to hold on to some of them, especially when we think we're justified. But whatever we need to remember is that justified resentments are just burdensome as any other resentments. As awareness of our liabilities grows, so do our responsibility to let go. We no longer need to hang on to our resentments. We want to rid ourselves of what is undesirable and set ourselves free to recover. Just for today, when I discover a resentment, I'll see it for what it is and let it go. Thank you very much. Yeah. In today's episode, we'll discuss the Just for Today meditation with, with the sponsorship family down here in New Orleans. And I said it right this time. You New did. Orleans, absolutely baby. right. All right. Nula. So down here. Nula. So we, <laughs> we have Carl, Paul, and Lee. So guys, go ahead and introduce yourself and throw your clean date out. I'm Carl. I'm an addict. Uh, clean date, January 6th of 2015. I'm Paul M. My clean date is January 6th of 1995. Lee Addict, 827-87. All right, folks. I'm going to go ahead and transition to the Just For Today Let's, uh, let's collectively share our thoughts on recognizing and releasing resentments. I'm Carl Amanetic. Hey, Carl. I just worked the fourth step with a sponsee, and um, not too long after that, he's like, dude, I'm, I'm still resenting. Like, what do I do to let it go? Like, how do I stop resenting someone? And I think for quite a while, of course, there's like these sayings that we have in NA and... Um, but a real trick that I use, which is the basis, I think, of the fourth step is owning my part. 
And once I start to put the focus back on me, I can't be so mad at everybody else. And I swear to God, I've, I've worked the steps I've gone through. This is uh, my fourth round of steps. And I swear to you that this is the first fourth step of actually, when I got to that step, list your resentments and what led to the resentment that I actually wrote my part and not what the fuck they did to me. <laughs> because that's usually what happens. I'm, my first couple rounds, I always wrote, this motherfucker did this shit, and they said this, and this did this, and blah, 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 blah. And this time it's like, oh, oh, it's not about them, it's about me. It's about my shit, about owning my part. Is it my codependent behavior? Is my people pleasing? Is, you know, all these defects that come up, that's my part. That's what led me to being resentful. And um, that's been a big shift, you know, and, and now trying to guide sponsees in the same way to keep the focus on themselves, because that's what we do. We keep the focus on ourselves, just like the 10 step. Um, so yeah, recognize and release. And I'm telling you, I, I've had um, a good deal of resentments, like coming in, I, can, I, I wrote out resentments that I had, but I thought were resentments from, you know, preschool. <laughs> you know, it's like this mother, you know, this fucking blah, 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 blah. And then as you get further and further, um, it talks about it in that meditation, you know, as time goes on, I can remember resenting my mom and dad, you know, and I really didn't resent my mom that much. I always resented my dad. But the funny part about staying clean is I realized later on through time that my dad was actually trying to make me a healthy human being by like pushing me to like be responsible. And I was pissed at him. My mom was like so codependent and like, oh, your daddy yelling at you, you know, like she was kind of shielding me from the world, you know, and it's funny that the resentment actually flipped. I realized like, damn, my dad was actually trying to make me a productive member of society. And my mom was like actually doing quite the opposite. And now I've kind of held this resentment with my mom for quite a while. It's like, man, like I see it so clearly. And, um, but it always comes back to owning my part because now that I see it, it's on me. If I still continue to act like that, it's not my mom's fault. It's not my dad's fault. It's no one else's fault. It's mine. You know, the awareness is there for me to change it. So, well, you know, uh, funny thing about resentments. When I, when I come to Narcotics Anonymous, the world is black and white mm -hmm. completely. And so I can't even imagine having resentments with people that I love. And the truth is most of the resentments, especially the long lasting ones are with people that I absolutely love and adore because there's an expectation. I mean, and look, resentment is a passionate feeling, right? It's a passionate way to look at something. And so why wouldn't that be connected? You know, if someone passes me on the street and says, that's an ugly outfit. I go, fuck off, keep walking. <laughs> but when my mother said it, as I'm walking out the door when I'm a teenager, it's the end of the world. And so it's so funny. It's so funny. And um, so that's the first thing that I have to get over is, is that it is absolutely able to hold two desperate thoughts in one Part in it, it, to one person, I can absolutely love my mother, and she can absolutely piss me off. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, here's the great news: <laughs> don't wait till they die to go. Uh, huh? 
I wish I wish I had I wish I had her back just a moment to resent her again. You know what I mean? It's it, that's the that's the sad the sadness. Why do we have to wait for that? But that's that's part of the human experience. You know, when I was taking care of her at the end there, I, I was like, oh, oh, my God, oh, I'm so put upon. Oh, my God. You know, when I was in when I was in my ego and myself and stuff. And now I take one more minute, one more hour to have all that. So anyway, but resentments, releasing and, and letting them go. The, the releasing is not for them. You know, like you said, it's the releasing is for me. And why do I want to release that because I want to free up energy to do other things, be of service, live a good life, have friends, be engaged in the world. If I am stuck resenting and mulling over and going over, because this is the problem. That's how I react to the world. Someone cuts me off in traffic. I'm for the next two miles driving behind them, thinking about how I'm going to run them off the fucking road. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. That's crazy. Why, wh why would I put my life at risk and other people's life at risk over someone cutting me off. That's how I, that's my defensiveness. Like we were talking about this morning, that's my defensiveness and my knee jerk reaction to feeling attacked is I gotta go get you. Mm -hmm. And that's all resentment is. I feel afraid, I feel attacked, I feel less than, I feel not enough. And I'm gonna figure out how to make you pay for me feeling this way. I'm going to get you. It's exhausting. I don't want to live like that. Mm -hmm. And, he, you know, we can only keep what we have by giving it away. The reason we give it away is to release the energy out of our hands so that we can keep receiving stuff from our higher power. And that's why I want to let go of this. That's why I'm releasing the resentments so that I have hands open and available to receive. But if I'm clutching onto something desperately, I have no ability to grab goodness and kindness and love and tolerance. That's the, that's the point of this. It's not to let them get away with it. It's not to make everything right. You know, because I've been in the process for this for a long time. And I've seen people who are letting go of resentments of things that are unforgivable. Mm -hmm. A person getting raped has to let go of their resentment. Doesn't mean they have to forgive. It doesn't mean they have to forget. It doesn't, they have to release themselves from the burden of it. That's what this is about. This is not giving somebody a pass. This is, I'm letting go. Now, below all of that heavy stuff is stuff that is, like Carl was saying, is why am I even, why am I even playing this over and over in my head? Who cares what happened in preschool? Obviously, we do, because we were writing it in a notebook somewhere. And then when we look at it on paper, we go, what the, why am I still hanging on to this? I'm 60 years old. Do I really need to worry about this anymore? Right? So it's just, you know, there's levels of this resentment. There's levels of it. 
It's not, and there is no moral equivalency between the rapist and the kid in kindergarten. There's none. And, and that process is completely different. But the energy that you receive when you release it is still energy. So well, Paul, you bring up some good points there. And like the the you no know, one one comment before we, we transition to that, the the of no fault of our own resentments, you know, because mm -hmm. I want I want to touch on that, but the um uh, like if I if I have a relationship with my higher power and if I experience that relationship in the moment, right? If that's my connection with the higher power now, this moment, resentments really really keep me from experiencing that because it's like like you say, it's it's the past and the future. Like I, I resent something that happened in the past, I'm consumed in that, and I'm plotting, you know, this revenge or you know whatever it is, mm -hmm. or this, or, or, and I have this fear of the future. So past future. Like, I'm not freed up. You're right. It, it, you could look at it like that, like with that energy piece. I don't have whatever it is that I need. I'm focused on the past. I'm focused on the future. I can't be present right here, this moment with the higher power. Mm. And that, that depletes here, you know, and that, and, and, but look to, so, so Carl, you started out talking about this, even if it's justified, you know, there's some, some things that happen, you know, the, these resentments and we, we recognize those, we release those, you know, through step work. Will you allow me to ask you this, if you could speak on speak on this what about those what about the resentments that we have that that are of no fault or on and, and you touched on it so so the rape different kinds of abuse um you know we were we were fist up in this morning you know some things that 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 you know of the youth you know and, and, and just things like this to, to where there was nothing that we could do to to prevent prevent maybe we didn't have an apart but it's equally important to not be cemented to that stuff either so if we have some listeners who, who say, hey, look, I was I was abused. I was raped. I was, you know, feeling the blame of no fault of my own. And it, and, it, and it turns right here and I'm not free. What, what are some action items? And what does that actually look like? How, how, how can they experience freedom? One of, the, one of the things that I thought about when everybody was talking before was the resentment is a part of the triangle self-obsession. And mm. we, do, we do have a, an excellent information pamphlet to address resentment, anger, and fear, which also ties into the one we were talking about earlier. Um, when I came here, my resentments were so deeply buried for the most part, except for one. Uh, and you just said it, Doug. It was of no fault of my own. So I was born into a family, a Roman Catholic family, the sixth child, and my father, uh, I don't even know how to say this, he strongly, strongly disliked me. By the time I could understand what he was saying, he was always saying a derogatory statement or yelling it daily. So I grew up with that. And, and for many years from like six, the age of six or seven on, my constant thoughts was how am I gonna kill him in his sleep or, or you know, cut his throat because he, he was a drunk on Friday and Saturday nights. So I could, I could get him on Friday or Saturday nights. But I was absolutely consumed with this, and that became a rage, which then I carried out into the public. So if the neighborhood bully said something to me, I would try to knock his head off because I'm mad at my dad. And I would take that out on people in the world. And so he died when I was just around 11. So it was like, yay, you know, he's gone. But that continued uh, throughout active addiction into the military into getting clean and and it was it was inescapable i couldn't get away from that one and so 
Paul said something about don't wait till they're passed. So my sponsor constantly had me writing letters to him and going out to his grave and to, to give you a feeling of how deeply rooted it was. My mother used to get me to paint the grave where he was buried for uh, All Saints Day. And one year I went into a blind fit of rage. When I came to, I had paint all over. Someone said I was throwing stuff at the grave and hitting it. And, and I had no recollection whatsoever of that event when I came to out of this fit of rage. And so slowly over a period of time, through the 12 steps, through constantly writing out my feelings toward him, it started to diminish. But the hit was, and, and I like how Paul said, here comes the solution. When I took my part of that resentment into account after many, many years of being clean, I'm talking about into my early 12 or 13th year, when I realized that even if I would have been uh, ward, you know, leave it to Beaver or whoever, the perfect child, what happened was I became unavailable. So he, he couldn't have taught me how to play ball because I didn't want to, you know, I would never engage in anything with him. I had withdrawn to the point where there was no way, even if he had tried to reach me, he would not have been able to reach me. Drugs became the solution at around nine or 10. Mm. And so again, getting back to what was said earlier, owning my part in the resentment is, is the key. And, and Paul, when Paul was sharing, I thought about stuff we used to say back in the day, like a resentment is like drinking poison and hoping you die. Or mm. this is my favorite, Paul. If I got on some black pants and I take a, a leak, if I take, if I pee, it feels all nice and warm at first, you know what I mean? And you guys can't see the pee until it starts to cool off and then it starts to smell and starts to stink and it's rotten, just like a resentment. And so those analogies help a lot. And and yeah, so I hope that I yeah. got to the... Yeah, that's it. I, I mean, for me, this resentment thing is not, is not about changing the past. It's about, it's about going forward. And you said past and present. The good news is it's not a it's not a fifth five-step program. There's a sixth and seventh to deal in the present, and there's an eighth and ninth to go to the future. Because ultimately, what we're looking for is change in the amends. Mm -hmm. So that's where this is all leading. So please, please stay in the process. Thank you all again for spending your time with us today on the Anonymous Podcast. We encourage you all to focus on that magic six-letter word, others, as we go out into the world. Until next time, we are your hosts, Hannah D. And Douglas L. Namaste, and God bless. Mm -hmm.